Hello, beautiful beings. Welcome to Shakti's Gift. I'm your host, Marigold Era, Ayurvedic wellness coach, creative force, and unschooling mother. For the past four years, I've been living my daily life according to Ayurvedic principles. Ayurveda, which means the science of life in Sanskrit, is a traditional systems of medicine with roots in ancient India. It emphasizes a holistic approach to health by balancing the body, mind, and soul. It utilizes natural remedy, dietary guidelines, and lifestyle practices to promote well-being and prevent illness. I just want to be real clear with you guys, I'm not a doctor and I'm not a psychologist, but I am very passionate about this human experience and I'm all about being as sovereign as possible in our health. In this podcast, we will not only talk about Ayurveda, we will also meet a lot of wonderful people who are driven by the Shakti's gift of creativity, transformational force, and feminine power. So you'll be in contact with a lot of amazing beings who are doing the work, they show up, even if it's freaking hard, and they evolve. Because that's what we do. Our human life is ever-changing. It is our nature to birth and bury new ideas and projects and to follow the seasons of our lives. So I invite you to grab yourself something to drink, get yourself comfortable, and let's dive deep into Shakti's gift. Welcome, beautiful beings. I am very glad to be here with you today. It's it's always a joy to be sitting here with my microphone. So yeah, so right now I'm sitting um, in this beautiful office that my husband built for me and um, enjoying some tea. It's a CCF tea. Uh, I don't know if you know it. It's uh, coriander, fennel, and cumin, and uh, the seed. And I'm just like drinking this, and it's very good for the winter season and for the digestive system. So I'm just enjoying this as I'm talking with you. Um, how are you? How are you doing? How was your last few days? I know that. For myself, I've been through a lot these past um, the these past weeks. I feel like everything just goes so quickly. <laughs> I feel like time just flybys, and um, there's a lot of you know evolution. There's a lot of growth. And as beautiful as it is, sometimes it can be also freaking scary and it can feel like it's going very fast. And I'm, I don't think it's going to go any slower anytime soon. So <laughs> better get used to it, right? So yeah, so this week I, I wanted to take some time to, to reflect, to pause, you know, to just like... Uh, I have a heart-to-heart talk with you. So, you know, at the beginning of this year, 2024, I was talking with my friend May. Uh, we did a podcast together and it was very fun to be with her as it always is. And she's, you know, all about numerology and Akashic reading. And she told me that this year is the last year of a karmic cycle for me. and. I feel like it's a long cycle of trying to find out 
what is my place in this society that, let's be honest, I've labeled as a crazy one so many times. <laughs> you know, all all of my adult life, I've been just like going with the flow. You know, I've I've left the house, my father's house, and I just went from experience to experience without like being attached to anything, moving a lot. Um changing a lot just like going with the flow right like this is this is the way I've lived my life so just going where the wind will take me you know like into the wild kind of way <laughs> and yeah it was it was very fun you know I had like so much fun I've I've met so many people I've had so many experiences I've lived in so many places it was it was just very fun to do. It was freeing. It was just liberating to be going with that flow and just like going wherever it feels right. It was, yeah, it was truly amazing. I don't know if you've seen that movie, Into the Wild, that I just referred to. But for me, this movie was like an illumination. <laughs> it was like, oh my God, like I wanted to be like him I just wanted to leave everything behind and just go travel and that's kind of what I did in my own way yeah so in my 20s I was I was all about like living a super simple life without any attachment to material stuff and yeah, so that movie, like, I remember when he burns his money, it was just like, yes, you know, <laughs> at that time, I was like, yes, this is it, like, we're too attached to money, like, it it doesn't make any sense, we shouldn't do that, right? Um, And I've always remembered that last, well, it's not the last one, but, like, near the end, I'm sorry if you didn't see the movie, but um, near the end, he, he he's alone you know in this in this experience of his in Alaska and he's like stuck there because the river just went up and he can't seem to find a way out of this place <laughs> and as he's about to die he realizes that happiness is only real when it's shared and I don't know that that moment in this movie just stuck with me. And even though I've always felt like a lone wolf and I was just going to be by myself my whole life. And like, because I was convinced that no one would ever understand me, you know? <laughs> so yeah, so that sentence where he says that happiness is only real when shared. I don't know. It just makes a lot of sense right now for me and it it did make a lot of sense before but like more on a philosophical level you know but right now it feels very real in a very tangible tangible way so yeah so for a few years now I've been very like really questioning like myself about my role in in my community and what I have to bring into this world, you know, I'm, I'm also questioning myself around like how to set roots 
somewhere because I never actually did that. I've always moved from one place to another in a very, you know, nomadic um, mindset, you know? So when the resources weren't there for me anymore, I was just like moving along, you know? I was just like moving forward someplace that would have the resources that I need in this moment. So yeah, so for the past, like I'd say like, my God, almost 10 years, I've tried so many things to put myself out there and I've tried, you know, writing, uh, painting, coaching, <laughs> so many other things to to bring value around me. But somehow I've never really found like, and nothing was really sticking the landing, you know, until like I found Ayurveda. And that was something else, like something clicked for me at this moment. You know, I told you guys that I'm not a doctor and, you know, like health is a very serious matter for me, you know, and sometimes I struggle, you know, to offer my Ayurvedic services because when we hear the word Ayurveda, it's like, it's it's not uncommon to think about like to associate um ayurveda with healing modality medicine you know dosha and balancing all of that you know like nutrition you know all of that you know when you think about ayurveda you think about all of that and yeah so i i i did struggle for the past 4 years around that because i was like i'm not a doctor I was always hearing this fatherly voice telling me that I'm not legit in offering health services because I'm not a doctor and I I didn't study in that and and it's true like I'm not a doctor I am not like if you come to me with like diabetes I don't know what to do with it like I'm not a doctor I don't know those condition I don't know how to to implement anything around that for the past years, for the past like four years, even when I started my my Ayurvedic uh, program, it was like I did that for myself. You know, I wasn't intending to go out there and offer anything. But the more I was, um, the more I was discovering Ayurveda and the feminine form of Ayurveda, the more I felt very drawn to it. And I was like, you know, like I I can need to put myself out there with that because it has so much value but my fear yeah <laughs> that's where I was going my fears were really strong and they were knocking at my door and they were like just like sabotaging everything like just like keep on telling me that I'm not a doctor and I cannot help anyone around um, Ayurveda even though like what I've learned has nothing to do with being a doctor uh, <laughs> at all like I, it's not that form of ayurveda like ayurveda is the science of life you know it's how to embody ourselves in this life in this human life and you've got like so many facets in ayurveda it's not that simple it's not those those conventional doctor where you have like this disease and you have this remedy, like it's all like we, we take in consideration everything. And so 
the more I talk about Ayurveda, the more I live according to those principles, the more I realize that I'm not a nutritionist. Like I'm not like, I'm not tripping on that. Like I, I eat whatever I feel like eating. And I remember when I was in that class, the people around me, they were like, they were like classifying me as a Vata eater because I just eat whenever I'm, I eat super simple. I might eat some airy, you know, light stuff. Um, I just go with the flow with that as well. You know, I'm a very Vata personality. Um, so, so yeah, so I'm not, I'm not here to talk about nutrition, although it is very important. I'm not here to talk about illness and diseases, not at this point anyway, um, because I don't have the knowledge around that, you know, and those fear were so strong. So I just decided to go deeper into those fears so I can understand them. I do think that when fears are coming and knocking at our doors, it's just a sign for us to just go a little deeper to understand what's going on. When we fear something, when we're scared about something, sometimes it's just because we need to transgress it and to understand it even better, like deeper. And, and I always say that uh, I, I approach fear as I would do with my kids, you know? So if my kids is coming to me with their fear, I'm not going to discredit them. Why would I do that? <laughs> I mean, like that doesn't make any sense. I would just like try to listen to why is that a fear and what is going on? What is beneath that? And that's what I'm doing with myself at this point, because there is a reason why I fear exposing myself as an Ayurvedic practitioner. And it's my role. <laughs> it's my role to explain to you guys, what does it mean for me? What, what does it mean for me to be an Ayurvedic wellness coach? And for me, what it means is to understand how to go through this human life without losing touch with our spiritual self. And we have like ways to take care of our body and to take care of our emotion and our mind. And, you know, all of that, it's, it's all like, um, you know, together, like it's, like nothing is separated inside of us. And so that's what I'm doing right now. I'm exploring my fear, my fears <laughs> around being out there with this modality. The more I, I think about this, the more I sit with it, with this fear, the more what is really true is coming up. And for me, what is true is that I want to understand better like the feminine energy and the masculine energy like these two energy I love them I love playing with them I love talking about them I love exploring them I love seeing them in other people and I feel like there's a lot of healing going on in those in those area and I also feel that in in the future like right now and in the future we need to push our self-care routine in a more expanded way. Um, so yeah, self-care for the body. Amazing. I love it. I do it all the time. I 
like I mean it's so fun to do like I was I was trying to figure out I think I do like four hours of self-care every day because I just love it so much it's just like so nurturing and it feels so right and I'm not only taking care of my body but I'm taking care of my mind and I'm taking care of my emotion but all of that is self-care like it's not just around like taking a bath or like basic hygiene or you know that kind of stuff it's like it goes deeper than that and in the feminine form of ayurveda we talked about that all the time that actually transformed my life so to go over those fears of this mainstream even though like ayurveda is not mainstream at this point but there is still like a mainstream version of what we know is ayurveda so yeah so in this this mainstream of ayurveda it's amazing it's great and there's also another version of that because it's always like that it's always like that the masculine energy and the feminine energy they're both 50% of the story and if we stick to that one particular version of the the story we miss half of it and so i think it's just a matter of balancing all of that and regaining our relationship with both of those energy and i have to say that with those fears, strong, like potent <laughs> fears, I've never felt so poor, you know, ever since I've started to try <laughs> to understand what do I have to bring in this society? Like, it's been such a struggle. And the more I was like trying to understand and to <laughs> figure it out, you know, in, in a way that wasn't aligned, the, the poorer I got. And before, before I was struggling with those fears and those questions, I've never felt poor in my whole life. I've just never felt it. I was, I always felt like I was provided for and that there was always going to be something for me, you know, even like it could be somebody bringing me loads of old clothes that I can repurpose and like sew my own clothes with or it could be I don't know somebody who just like had too much in their garden and they just like drop food uh it, to my house because they know that I love that food and they, they're just gonna give it to me you know or I don't know like a, an amount of money just like comes down <laughs> in my life because I needed it you know so that that was my life before and then when I started to just like be very rigid and like trying to figure it out, like everything just came crashing down in flames. And then I started to be poor and poor and poor and like trying to hold on to stuff. And it just like, um, it just feels, you know, <laughs> it just kind of sucks. I just don't like to be restricted. It's just not fun for me. It's just like I don't thrive under pressure like some of us do. And it's great. I don't. And I just like put so much pressure on myself. And the fear, the fear when it gets that real, it can be very hard to step away. You know, I questioned that lately. I was like, what's beneath that? And it's like. It's like if I recorded at one point in my life that 
working was going to deny me my freedom. And that fear, when I dug like a little deeper, was like, I fear being prisoner of my own life. And so my next question is, how do I bring value into the world without feeling like a prisoner, you know, without feeling obligated or forced to just like always be there, you know, that that kind of stuff. And the answer seems to be simple. It's It seems to be easy, right? You do something you love and then you don't feel restricted. I mean, right, like, it seems so simple, right? <laughs> you just do something you love. So then I started to ask myself, what do I love? And and I love so many things, you know, and it's it's sometimes even it can be even hard, you know, to to narrow it down. But the thing is, I love Ayurveda. I love to I love getting to know the feminine energy and the masculine energy. I love them both. I love understanding the body's language and I love everything self-care related and I love beautiful things. And so then I asked myself, how do I put that all together? And yeah, I have like a few ideas that I cannot wait to bring forward. I'm very excited about those. The thing is, I know stuff about subtle Ayurveda the feminine form of Ayurveda, the self-care routine. And the more I talk about it on this podcast and with people around me, the more I found I, I am fine-tuning my offerings. And as Nelson Mandela said, courage is not the absence of fear, but triumph over it. So I say, let's be there for our fears as we can do it for our children. And let's move forward, even though it's freaking scary. Life is so much bigger than our fears. So yeah, so I think that's it. And before I leave you, um, I have a few people that asked me to do a Q&A. So if you have any questions about Ayurveda, um, the feminine energy, the creativity, or maybe some self-care routine. Um, I invite you to let them in the comment section. Uh, you can also reach out to me uh, at Marigold Era on Facebook, Instagram. And yeah, I'll just gather all your questions and I'll do an episode on that. So I'm going to leave you with that. <laughs> I'm sending you so much love and light. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate that you're here with me. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share this episode with people you think might benefit from it. If you need support with your lifestyle and well-being, feel free to reach out to me. It will be my pleasure to help you with an Ayurvedic consultation. You can go to my website, marigolera.com, to book a session with me. Remember, in the wisdom of Ayurveda, self-care is not a luxury, but a sacred responsibility and a journey of nurturing oneself to foster holistic well-being. I wish you an amazing rest of your day. Much love to you. And I'll see you in the next episode.